0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to December the 2nd in 2019. This is the first podcast episode in the month of December as we approach Christmas season. We are in year A, or the second Sunday of Advent, uh, which draws us closer and closer to Christmas. So today I'll read from the Old Testament text, which is Isaiah 11, verses 1 through 10, an Old Testament prophecy concerning Israel's Messiah, who we believe is Jesus. So I'll read that passage, and I'll provide a couple of points of reflection, and then we'll spend some time praying over the themes from the text. Welcome to When I Rise This Morning, let's all pray together. Isaiah chapter 11 verses 1 through 10. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse, from his roots a branch will bear fruit. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and of might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt, and faithfulness will sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb, and the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will leave them. The cow will feed with the bear, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den, and the young child will put its hand into a viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all of my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And that day the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for all peoples. The nations will rally to him, and his resting place will be glorious. This is the word of God for us. Let me give just a couple of thoughts from Isaiah chapter 11 before we spend some time praying this morning. Uh, This is, once again, as I mentioned earlier, a... uh, A bunch of uh, prophecies exist in Isaiah about the coming of the Messiah, and uh, we've already seen a few of them in Isaiah chapter 9 by the time we get to Isaiah chapter 11, and so once again, the, the author seems to be pointing ahead, and how prophecy works in the Old Testament is like a mountain range once again. When we look at a mountain range from a long distance, it looks like all the mountains are clumped together and there's no gap between them. But the closer and closer we get, we realize that they have quite the distance in between them. And so whenever we look at biblical prophecy, it's good to see... That uh, many times there is a near fulfillment and then there's a far fulfillment at the same time. And so it takes a lot of wisdom and discernment uh, to read the prophecies and to uh, understand what the Spirit might be saying. Just a couple things to say here. This is an interesting little detail in verse 3. It says that he will, uh, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. Um, you notice that he. the next verse says, He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears. And so there's a sense that uh, if we just look at things with a glance, uh, we don't get the whole picture. Um, or if we uh, think we hear something, uh, we don't bring our full judgment to it as well because we could be deceived. It's interesting, the word delight in the Hebrew has so many different meanings, um, but it also carries a connotation with it the sense of smell and this seems to be a metaphor for the judgment uh, that God's Messiah will bring and it's this may not be the case in our culture but I pick up this little nugget in some of the study from Isaiah chapter 11 but many times in the Mesopotamian world, the Palestinian world uh, someone if they're gonna check somebody they'll sit at the door and they'll use their sense of smell uh, to be the best indicator whether this person is safe or not maybe it's because they put off some sort of an odor if they're up to no good And so it it just seems to be in in their community, a sense of smell is the most keen of the senses. And so here we have this interesting thing. There seems to be a delineation made between the current kings and past kings and who this king will be. Other kings might rely upon what they see or upon what they hear, but that judgment is not complete. It's not deep enough. It's not thorough enough. Uh, but this this leader that God puts in place, he will be able to see things clearly. And you'll notice the promises of which. Uh, there's going to be a complete reorder of things. Uh, this judgment will be exact. It will cut across and it will bring peace. Not just uh, temporary peace that gets us along the down the road a little bit further. But it's going to bring a whole new order. And there's this interesting riddle or parabolic saying Uh, in verses uh, 6 through 9, which talks about how the wolf will lay down with the lamb, the leper will lay down with the goat. All these different couplets where if those two things were put together, our limbric system would be going haywire because we know there's danger. But the world will be so different that if a, a wolf were to lay down with the lamb, we would not Have any cause for concern. That even the infant will play near the cobra's den. And a young child will put its hand into the the viper's nest. Because the old order of things is going to be upended. And a brand new operating software is going to be used uh, for the new age to come. And so what we see is the fulfillment we see in verse 9. Is that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. So this Messiah, this hint of a Messiah down the road. This God's chosen man. Is going to bring such a peace that we'll we'll never even heard of it before. It'll be as um, upside down as all of these couplets dwelling together. There'll be uh, the knowledge of the Lord, not be partial, not just be in a few places, it won't just be partially understood. No, it's going to be. it's going to be cascaded all the way down to the furthest parts of God's creation. And this whole thing is going to be new again. And so what what a thing to pray for. Because we have leaders in our midst that they do the best they can. Or maybe they're taking advantage of us. And they're not reliable. They're not as reliable as the one true one. And so uh, there's many things that we could be praying for this morning. We'd be praying that God would bring um, this leader, this Messiah, that Jesus would return so that uh, judgment will be clear and that it'll be thorough and that peace will come to earth. But in the meantime, as we wait, uh, may we be people of peace. May we be people of discernment. Uh, May we not just trust what our eyes see and our ears hear, but may we have a delight that causes us to get the full picture. Uh, so that we know what passes the smell test or not. so And that we'd be eager to see this new world come to pass. So, so let's spend some time praying this morning. Lord God, as we pray today on the second week of Advent, we continue to lean into our waiting. And our waiting is not um, one where we lack effort. Uh, but just as the Old Testament says that Uh, We will give you no rest and ourselves no rest as we wait upon the promises. And so waiting is active in the Christian faith. And so we thank you that you give us the enthusiasm uh, to wait upon your leadership, but also to be active in the meantime. And so God, we choose to imagine a day that that Isaiah begins to sketch here in this partial word against a point beyond what we know for sure today to something that we are longing for deep within our souls. God, we long for leaders that have accurate judgment, God. We we long for the day in which uh, judgment is not partial and it's not favorit to uh, it has a favoritism towards those whom the leader um, cares for um, to the exclusion of those that the leader does not care for or his enemies. And so, God, we I think that there's coming a day where partial judgment that we've known full well that we've seen not help the earth but hurt the earth. It's going to come to an end. You're going to bring your leader that you have destined and. Uh, Jesus, as the Messiah, is going to be the one who has the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord, that he will know your plan and your picture, and he'll bring it to its fullest conclusion. God, we thank you for a new world in which the things that we have counted on will no longer suffice, that there's going to be a brand new way of seeing all things. We thank you that we get a a partial activity of that in the Christian faith, that you give us the faith to believe and to trust, to, to know Um, that what is unseen is going to be true. And so, God, we long for the day that Jesus returns. And so we pray that in the meantime, that we would long for justice, the type of justice that Jesus is going to bring. God, we thank you that in this passage we are led to acknowledge that there's going to be right and, and righteousness, that there'll be a judgment for the needy, that you will give justice uh, for the poor of the earth. And so God, today we know that there's people above us, there's people below us. We know that we have been shaped to care for those above us, to be noticed by them. But God, we embrace your way today and uh, we also look beneath us. We want to care for those who have who have nothing and do not have have enough. And we ask, God, that you would help us uh, to be motivated and to be mobilized to help those beneath us. And so, God, we pray for the poor of the earth today that uh, Jesus' word would be good news to them and that Jesus' people would be good news to them and that you would allow the resources needed for their survival and for their flourishing to flow through your people this day. And so, God, I ask that your kingdom would come and that your will be done and that you would allow Jesus to be installed as king and that that would be expressed mightily and cascading in this world around us, and that we would see more and more evidence of your kingdom arriving among us as we wait and as we pray. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. (laughs)